Hey there, welcome back to Science Fiction. My name is Salim Sutterwala, and as always, I am joined by my friend and co-host, Carl Ames. Carl, how are you How's doing? How's it going? I'm doing good. I'm um, enjoying, I had a caramel apple today. I'm, I'm Caramel apple? <laughs> nice. Yes. Did you have it on the, on the stick, or did you of have it course. on Of course. With, with peanuts Honestly, or just, just caramel? On, peanuts and caramel, all that stuff. Nice, nice. Those, oh, yes. are, those are always good. Those are uh, I like those a lot, but like I, I always get like the the nuts stuck in my teeth and it's annoying. Yeah, but... that definitely was the case. That's why I <laughs> ate, ate a couple hours ago to make sure it's not on stream. <laughs> nice, nice. But uh, yeah, how how was your uh, week? Did you you said uh, you got your ticket right for C two E two, so you're not gonna you're not gonna be standing me up uh, all alone. <laughs> no, no, no! I'll be there. I, I, I have uh, some somewhere to be now on uh, an artist alley. I already told the artist to make sure you save me a print because I oh nice. I definitely got something to buy um, when I'm getting it, when I get there for sure. So I'll be going. Awesome, awesome! Yes, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be uh, it should be a fun time. It's been a while since I went back to a uh, a convention like that. So. Um, Definitely. I was, you know, it was funny. Like when I asked you, I, I had just randomly Googled those, like, because uh, I know C2E2. I like, I was like, that that's should be coming around. Like, and I Googled, I was like, oh, wow, it's like two weeks away. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe Carl will want to go. Uh, but yeah, that worked out. I also got uh, tickets for uh, No Way Home on opening night. So I, I'm going to be nice. going to a pretty late, a pretty late show, but. Um, it's the best I could find with the time and frame and everything, but I, I wanted to see it that night just because I know I'm like I'm so like I've been saying I'm really amped to watch this movie, and I, I don't want to be, you know, want to get spoiled because I know something will get spoiled for. Oh me yeah, that, I, you know yeah. I don't want I don't I didn't want that situation happening. So like I said, you know, I went ahead and. And bought those tickets, but yeah, yeah I know. I I'm, I'm, oh, sorry. <laughs> I say I was gonna say I see. Uh, I am socks also got his tickets for Spider Man, so yeah. yeah, we were ready to go. Yeah, that movie should be uh, that should that movie should definitely be a blast to uh, to finally see after you know so much anticipation of what's going on. Um, speaking of anticipation, I think there's people I also equally excited about the other Spider-Man movie we're going to be talking about today, uh, into or across the Spider Verse, uh, uh, part one, uh, which we find out, yeah. which we'll get into, which we'll get into. Um, also, we're going to be talking about Daredevil, which is a big part of uh, the Netflix uh, Daredevil uh, series, which look it's looking more and more like. Well, pretty much conf all but confirmed that they will be back. Well, confirmed. I'm I'm kind of jumping around there, but I think it's pretty much been confirmed that they're back. Uh, at least Charlie Cox and uh, more than likely other characters. And then we'll we'll get into that for later. But I know you had a a, a fat or fast flicks that you wanted to mention. Uh, you had to put a couple of notes in here. So if you want to uh, go hot, go ahead and. Uh, get into the, that tidbit really quick yeah just a uh, quick news before we dive deep into um all of today's subjects some fast flicks uh 
just only really one thing is that Shang Chi or Shang Chi. I still say Shang Chi because of comics. Shang Chi two is officially going to be happening. Uh, they Marvel Studios and the writer and director uh, Dustin Daniel Cretton uh, has been re-signed. Like he's going to come back and do a whole nother official Shang Chi movie. He's also doing another. Uh, uh, I would say another. He's doing a Disney Plus show, I believe. Is that's going to be the spinoff show with Shang Chi's sister and the Ten Rings? I think that's going to be the Disney Plus show, and then it's going to be um, this Shang Chi movie, which we don't know anything about. Obviously, it's just he just signed a deal. We don't know exactly what they're going to do in that movie. Obviously, we're going to explore more about the Ten Rings, uh, get a little bit more of. Uh, how Shang-Chi is going to be using them. Presumably this will possibly drop before the next Avengers movie. Uh, we don't really know anything else other than there's going to be a Disney plus series with his sister. And then we're going to get uh, a whole nother Shang-Chi movie. It did fairly well for being only in theaters and it's on Disney plus now, if you haven't seen it at all, um, it is worth a watch. It does have some cool stuff in it. Uh, I know you, uh, Salim, you said you liked the movie quite a bit. I was kind of like, it was like above average. I thought it was really good. I mean, I thought for a origin movie, especially, I thought it was probably one of the best, better, best origin movies that's MCU has done. Um, that was very entertaining. I think they did a good job. Of, I know they did like, so saying Chi, the character, they did a lot of mixing as far as storylines and characters, especially with the character. Like we've talked about the Mandarin often um, on, on our show. Or a few times we bought him up, but he's like a mix of a couple of different characters. They they didn't go strictly pure Mandarin because obviously the Mandarin in the comic book is a very kind of a racist uh, depiction of of you know the Chinese uh, people in a sense. So yeah, so it it is it is going to be interesting, and I think I also heard that they may do something. Uh, on Disney Plus about the Mandarin, like kind of like a background to him oh, as well. Okay. I thought I saw that. I don't know if that was like one of those because I see a lot of things popping up sometimes. Is it maybe like this like was uh, the tie-in with the sister? Because you know she's yeah. doing the Ten Rings, so it might be maybe, that. Or maybe it, may, it might be that. Um, but sometimes a lot of things pop up randomly just because there's so many rumors that fly around. So sometimes I do get. Mixed it mixed up if it's actually been confirmed or something that you know someone is speculating and they ask like Kevin Fahey about, but yeah, that's that should be interesting. I, I like I like how they're really getting into these tidbits, smaller characters, and trying to really build up this this universe like like it's in the comics, right? There's yeah. this entire universe in the comics, and they're they're building up obviously over the 20 years of movies they've done. There's already a universe and so many different characters that they've done. Um, especially, like I said, when, you know, a lot of times when you have uh, a, a movie uh, an end game type movie that you do, when you have so many characters like that, it's hard to kind of introduce them all at once. Right. But, you know, MCU does such a great job of introducing characters as along the way. So you don't have to really get familiar with those characters in Endgame. You already know who they are and you can just go straight to the action, to the story. You don't have to explain who's what and how are, you know, these guys fitting into the storyline. 
and things like that. That's why I that's one of the flaws I feel like DCEU has had with like Justice League because they're trying to introduce all these characters. Now, granted, people know who Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman are, but still, when you're trying to and you know do a, a semi origin of Wonder Woman at the same time you're introducing her as a whole into these other complex characters it kind of can be you know a little too much and then it can go away so yeah i like i like what mcu is doing um very excited as a as a comic book geek that they're really building this up even more but yeah let, let's get in let's get into uh spider-man across the spider-verse uh so they had released a trailer that came out I, I don't know if this is a trailer as much as it's just not a clip or my something like that but uh what we'll do first is we'll go ahead and play play the trailer really quick uh for those that might not have seen it yet Sorry. Is this the room you grew up in? Uh, it, it is, but uh, my, my dorm room is very adult. Right. No, of course. Hey. Are these your drawings? What? No. Oh, no. Good. <sighs> I missed you too. Okay. So, what are you doing here? I, I mean, I, I thought I'd never see you again. Want to get out of here? Grounded. Bummer. What? Is Spider Man grounded? Uh, I mean, I. So that is the trailer set slash, I don't know, just clip of... It's just more like uh, a teaser, yeah. Teaser first, of, a, yeah. Yeah, of across uh, the Spider-Verse. So, Carl, I'll let, you, I'll let you lead off here with your thoughts on that whole uh, 
thing we just saw, the <laughs> couple of minutes of clips we saw that looks pretty good. I, I liked it. And I'll give you my uh, tidbits that I picked up just from watching it a couple of times uh, over and over again like a, a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first, I want to uh, quickly answer a chat question. Um, oh, okay. From Aldo, from Aldo, how many uh, Spider-Man uh, animated Spider-Man movies have there been? Uh, there's only one other uh this into the spider-verse which is the movie prior to this one uh for the most part and that's it so it's really easy to get into it does assume that you have some basic working knowledge of spider-man uh because it doesn't go like completely into spider-man because it's not really about peter parker it's about miles so it's going to give you more of a uh a breakdown of miles but pretty much just that one movie and then this is the sequel to uh into the spider-verse um so as far as this trailer goes it's pretty uh pretty cool it's neat um i do love seeing like miles is how like the first thing i saw in this trailer was how different miles's hair was uh it's way curlier and longer and in part because i think it's because of the time difference there's I, whether it's a few months or a few years, I think it's a few years uh, since the first movie. Uh, he's taller. Gwen is taller. Her hair is longer. Uh, she also has a different costume, just slight variations in there. Uh, we don't know what, well, we can see some of Miles' costume, but, you know, he had multiple looks in the first movie, too. So that's just kind of a Spider Man thing. They're just going to go through uh, many costumes in one movie. Um, but yeah, he's also kind of implying that he is a, a dorm room. So I assume this, he might be a freshman in college at this point. So he had, a, he actually had a dorm room in the first one. He goes to like, right, right, and right, right. That's what I, I, so I was kind of thinking that too. Uh, but he also said it's very adult. So I don't know if that means he's just more mature or if he's like, well, mature, immature, right. you know, whatever, hey. but uh, he's still definitely taller and leaner. Well, he's still yeah. skinny kid, but he's definitely taller. Gwen is taller. Their hair is longer. Um, some time has passed. Again, it could be a few months or a few years. Um, but yeah, like things are. Um, well, she's there because she has that uh, the the wrist thing thing on her wrist, which presumably was made by Spider Man twenty ninety nine to get them all to be able to go freely between uh universes and stuff and um you can't tell a whole lot about what's going to happen in the movie uh from this it's just a nice teaser and uh but in the very least we know that it's a part one which is um the really exciting thing about it it's got at least another part so there's going to be a big continuation kind of like how Avengers Infinity War started off being a Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, and then they later changed it to be Endgame, but it's still basically a sequel. Um, so we'll see how how what they plan to do with this, but I mean, we have some idea what they could be doing with it, but uh, I'll, I'll let you get into that. Yeah, so adding on to your thoughts, I like I said, you know, I watched this over and over again just to see what I could pick up. Um, so one of the things we see is Miles fighting uh, Sp Spider-Man 2099. He's like attacking him. 
Um, there is a there's a still we have. You, you'll kind of see it. Uh, although, if you want to throw it up there really quick. Um, so, yeah, you kind of see in the back. Oh, there, right there. Uh, you kind of see that them going at it. I don't know if they're just kind of tussling, if they're going to be like kind of like, you know, just butting heads and they get into a little tussle. Who knows? But that's that's Miguel O'Hara. Again, that's who plays in the comics. He's Spider-Man 1999. And uh, it's an interesting twist, like I said, you know, like he could be recruiting Spider-Man across all the different dimensions. But like I said, they get into a little aggressive play, so maybe that's going to be part of the storyline, um, or maybe just the beginning. That was that was a little interesting to me. Um, and then also in that same clip, if you will, uh, the next picture, from, yeah. So right there, when when Miles when Miguel encounters Miles, he kind of drags him into another dimension uh, using the device that you mentioned, and and the device it says. It says 928. So fans of like Spider-Man uh, 2099, if you read the comics at all, will recognize the number. That's a that's the dimension that um, Miguel is from. And again, you remember you also mentioned that Gwen has that same kind of device that she's wearing. So possibly Miguel has recruited her uh, to kind of help him with something or, or another. Uh, obviously, they're all going through the different uh, dimensions. Um, another thing, I didn't have a picture for this. I, I couldn't find it. Um, it was in the trailer, though. But you kind of also see something called the Web of Life and Destiny. Uh, that's something that all in the comic books that um, that's how they travel interdimensionally uh, between all the universes. Uh, he's kind of you see uh, Miles kind of swooping through it. Uh, as like, you know, out of control. He's just kind of going through it like that. And then also I, I saw uh, where he looks like, to me, he looks like he has a new suit because in the first one, he, the final suit that he's wearing when he goes to where all the other Spider-Men are, Spider-Man and women and pigs are, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> he goes there and he's wearing like some kind of hood. Like he has like a hood. His, mm -hmm. uh, his suit has like a hood attached to it. This doesn't. It looks like it's a brand new suit. And like you said, yeah, he probably did grow. So he probably had to get a new suit because like, you know, he's taller now. He doesn't fit into that other old one. Um, and then if you remember when you go, when when um, in the first one, when he goes to Aunt May's, like the Aunt May or Peter Parker's Aunt May, she has like all these different spider suits down there. So it's probably like one of those that he picked out. Uh, to change into it as opposed to the one he was wearing. Uh, so th those are some of the things I noticed, just like I said, when I went back to uh, get into, like, just to understand the different uh, things that maybe I, I, I could have missed when I watched it the first time. The you remember the first suit that, well, not the first suit, but the black suit that he had in the first movie, the spider logo was spray painted on, uh, right. on that suit. But in the this trailer... It's more of an actual, it's at least a cleaner looking spider. Like you can even see on that picture where he's um, fighting 2099, the spider right. logo is, it's like clean lines on there. So it's actually like, it's not spray painted on there. Cause that's spray paint's not going to last that long on uh, a costume, especially if you're going through all of the fighting and stuff like that. So it, it's definitely a new costume. It's not the same one. Uh, and then presumably, 
there'll be more costumes. I, I don't think that what we're seeing now in that trailer is going to be his final look at the end of the movie. No, yeah, probably not. Uh, it'll be like it'll be interesting, especially it'll be interesting to see how many different Spider Men uh, end up in this movie. Um, I know there's a few here you mentioned um, that were confirmed. Uh, if you want to go ahead and I think you had uh, you had some. Well, these aren't confirmed. These are uh, I have just ones that I want to like. This is like a wish list for me, but we can say so. And as far as what we're going to get in the movie, for sure, we're getting Gwen, we're getting Miles, we're getting 2099. And I hope that means we're getting everyone back from the first movie, which would be Spider Man Noir and um penny parker the with the the robo spider um spdr or spider um and then um getting spider ham back so i hope that we get everyone back Uh, was it nick nicholas cage was voicing spider-man noir and then uh, we are i believe it is confirmed we're getting peter b parker back but that's the voice of chris pine um so i believe that is confirmed and then we Oh, sorry. So, isn't Chris Pine's Spider-Man died in the first one? So he's coming back. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that's right. He was that so Jake, one. Jake, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's one. Yeah, um, yeah, Jack Johnson. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Not Chris Pine. But we do hear his voice in the trailer. If you go back, wow. like you, okay, yeah, you, yeah, you can yeah. actually hear his voice. I just confused the names, but yes, it was uh, Jack Johnson. Um. And then it is also confirmed because it happened over the summer um, that I don't know how to say her name. Issa or Issa Ray is going to be Jessica Drew slash Spider Woman. That is official. She will be in this movie. And then it's rumored that the 70s Spider Man from the like live action Japanese show is supposed to be in this movie. Just a rumor, not uh, necessarily confirmed yet. Um, and then. I just wanted to go over a couple of versions of Spider-Man that I hope make it into this movie. Not a confirm. It's just my own personal desire. Just throwing stuff out there. Um, I wanted. Okay. So my idea is that I don't know if you ever watched the, uh, I'm sure you watched the animated series from the Uh, nineties. And then it had that one spider verse or right. like crossover towards the end right. where they had all these different Spider-Man yeah, and Madam Web, Web brought them all together. Yeah. And there was a version of Spider-Man that had the armored costume. It's the Mark one armor uh, costume is all silver and black. That Spider-Man in that universe, he made that costume because that's a straight from the comics. And I believe he made that costume in the comics because of the enforcers. If, if I remember correctly, he was just getting shot at a lot and he wanted to have a bulletproof costume. I don't know um, 100% for sure, but uh, it's one of my favorite costumes. And in that animated series, that Spider-Man kept wearing that costume going forward in that alternate universe. So I would love for that stuff like that to happen so we can just get alternate costumes of Spider-Man to just be alternate versions of Spider-Man and have that going for and just that be a version and then um secondly the uh scarlet spider ben riley is a clone of spider-man i'd love to see ben riley but specifically in the spider um scarlet spider costume 
because one of my favorite, again, one of my favorite costumes, one of my favorite characters, I started reading Spider-Man around this time that he was introduced. And I just think it's just super cool and slick. Um, although I do love his costume when he became Spider-Man, I don't want him represented in that costume because I want May Mayday Parker wearing that costume. And that's the, my last pick because I would love for her to be in this movie. Um, this character on the right, she is the daughter of Spider-Man in an alternate future where he actually had children with um, Mary Jane and she inherited his spider powers and wore the costume of Ben Riley because Peter Parker kept it after Ben Riley died. So um, I, you know, these are like literally some of my favorites of this and like the Iron Spider costume is those are my favorite costumes of Spider-Man. So I would love to see all of these in the movie, but that's just me having some fun. Did you yeah, have I any think... costumes that you were cut care spider characters that you wanted to see? Yeah, there's the same ones really that you mentioned. And I think, you know, the, this funny, the Ben Riley one, if you remember, they also had a, a, a cartoon for that too. The, I think it was Spider-Man unlimited when he goes, cause it's a different, it, that he wasn't Ben Riley in that, but you know, they had a you know, I remember that. No, it wasn't Ben Riley, no, oh, but that I, I remember that mm. because it isn't a different universe, it's it's not in Peter Parker's regular universe. So, yeah, um, if I remember, which I hated that cartoon, but if I remember, yeah, um, it was weird, it was weird. It had Joe John John Jameson was in it as the wolf, yeah, that was cool though. If I remember correctly, it was almost a continuation of the original or the 90s uh, uh, series where oh, they kind of, it? It, it, it seemed like it at the beginning, like they just kind of try to transition you from that to the unlimited. So it, was, it wasn't like an official continuation, but they kind of like the first couple episodes or the first episode when they go from he's in New York and now he's in an alternate universe. Uh, it, it just seems like they were just transitioning you away from that, but either way, I hated the show because it was just it was just so weird. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't care yeah. for it much either. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I, like I said, I'm overall I, as far as the other Spider Man, I'm not really you know I haven't put too much thought about it. Just a couple of ones that you mentioned would be cool, um, and then obviously them bringing back the other ones that uh, we saw in there. Um, what will be interesting to me is that I do wonder what the bad guy will be like. Um, I wonder like who 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 the the main villain will be, and I'm guessing the main villain is going to probably be somebody that is trying to do something again through the all the different dimensions. So that's going to be um, that'll be fun to find out as well. Um, did you yeah. did you believe it have a believe that it was going to be the inheritors or no? That's what there's being rumored, but they haven't confirmed anything. Um, I know that's the one of the uh, main villains in the comics uh, that kind of goes through the different dimensions and tries to, you know, wreak havoc, if you will. But um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, it'll be interesting if that ends up being who who they have. Um, and it might make sense too, because if they're doing a two parter, um, that's a pretty big long storyline. So it would make sense as far as them doing, picking that character as be the main villain and then going into a second part, depending on how they end uh, the first part. So, 
But yeah, we'll we'll move on uh, to Daredevil now. But I do want to answer a question. I think King Pookie Nation. I saw he had a question about uh, he wasn't sure how Eternals, uh, not related to our show currently, but how Eternals fit into um, the MCU. And what what it's looking like to me, at least, because I know for a fact that if Kevin Feige, Feige said he wants to get more like out of space or like other worlds involved um more more make it more of like a um an outer space thing with the next phases and i think that's part of it and then i had my one theory from the comic books um was obviously when the eternals or sorry when the celestials come through come to earth in the comics they do three things right i said they create eternals or deviants then eternals and then give the humans the mutant x gene so i think that also will set up this also kind of sets up in the future uh for them to bring in mutants and i think like i said i i think that that mcu already has mutants in there amongst them uh obviously they just haven't been introduced yet but they will here at some point, slowly and surely. And that's, like I said, even in WandaVision, I had thought um, she was kind of exhibiting, like when she was a little kid, that she probably had powers. And that's about the age when mutants start, you know, showing their powers uh, when she said. So, yeah, I think that's what the Eternal mixes, the uh, Eternals mixes in as, as how it'll fit those from that they'll start introducing more characters from like outer space and uh from different galaxies and things like that so uh i don't know i hope that answers your question uh king pookie but uh and yeah, we that's... did do a uh like a whole episode on our our thoughts on oh, eternals yeah. a review and the post credits and stuff about a month ago so if you would check yeah. out um check out the youtube channel on barroom network videos up there so you can watch it anytime yeah 100 that you can also check that out as well um but yeah so we'll we'll get into daredevil here and kevin fee he's been all over right now obviously doing different press stuff for spider-man no way home and then he gets asked a bunch of different questions uh for various different things for mcu and one of the things he was asked about was daredevil um and on Cinebland, this is a direct quote from him. He says, if you were to see Daredevil in the upcoming things, Charlie Cox, yes, would be the actor playing Daredevil. Where we see that, uh, where we see that, how we see that, when we see that remains to be seen. Um, but I think you and I have, you know, talked speculatively um, as far as where we imagine these characters showing up. Um, just just to kind of get my thoughts on Charlie Cox, um, there's there's a still in Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, although if you want to throw it up real quick. So obviously that's Charlie Cox. He's not in like that. His face is not in. But when you look at that arm, he's talking to like a lawyer, it looks like, or somebody. And I think that might be Charlie Cox. That's like the rumor also going around that that's probably Charlie Cox. Um, him talking to him, uh, discussing the case, because obviously in uh, Far From Home, he was accused of killing uh, Mysterio, 
or that basically how and he was you know uncovered as peter parker as spider-man and so i think that's probably him in my opinion more than likely that's him um what what are your thoughts as far as you know charlie cox potentially being in no way home i know we've briefly talked about it in the past but not sure if um what your thoughts are um certainly a, a chance and it would be reasonable for him to show up although um you know, given the way that the, the trailers have been, it kind of doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of room for it. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird because obviously the reasons why, uh, you know, he's going to, you know, he's obviously being, you know, uh, arrested or whatever, uh, talked to by the police and stuff. But um, does he ever get to the point to where he is actually in the court and I don't I really or is that where Doctor Strange comes in and they just avoid all of that because that seems like it's going to take a long time if they're actually going to have him go through court and and have him have a lawyer or something like that and and why and also why would Daredevil just randomly defend Spider-Man out of nowhere so I, I don't I don't necessarily see that it's happening but and it would be a good well, place for him. Well, he's a public servant, so like he would want to pick up the case. And uh, I know in the comics, a lot of times Matt Murdock, when he sees a case that's intriguing, he'll go visit like the person, and because he can sense if someone's lying or if someone's bad or whatever, because um, of his, his it's because kind of, of the you know um, the accident that he had a kid as with the chemicals that made his his like sonar and his eye he's essentially like a bat sonar but then he can also just tell if like from a person's heartbeat if they're telling the truth if they're lying and things like that so i guess i could see that scenario like yeah i see this kid he's also you know from the same um obviously there's also some hell's kitchen but in that same vicinity like the neighbor uh, uh the, the streets of new york he protects the streets of new york and you know, I should probably see if I can help this guy if he's innocent for real. If Spider-Man is actually a good person, I should help him. So maybe I could see something like that happening. Yeah, I would. I, if if that were the case, I he would have to know that going in to like, he wouldn't go in there to find out if he was telling the truth or lying. He would probably read that like from off of hearing it his because obviously he can't see him on tv but like if he heard his voice and he and he heard like sincerity or uh maybe or even foggy or something that like too. something like that. but i highly doubt he would just be like you know what i the, the this uh kid that's supposed to be spider-man let's see what his deal is oh what you know what he, I, I don't think he would go all the way out of his way to 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 do that because kind of like he's already a busy guy so uh, especially if he's trying to take down Kingpin and all of that stuff. But um, speaking of Kingpin, um, we've like we're going to totally talk about Hawkeye uh, on this show, the the Hawkeye show at length. Once it's over, we the fourth episode just went up uh, today. But uh, for the most part, we'll talk about the whole series after this the series is over so there's six episodes so two more to go but last week we got a little bit of a teaser um as they were talking about this uncle character 
uh, with Echo, and uh, this would be the uncle giving uh, young Echo a little cheek squeeze there, a little, little pep talk. Uh, but um, that's very much feels like, looks like, seems like it could have been the kingpin. And they even teased it this uh, in today's episode as well, talking about um, this uh, character that is uh don't want to make them angry and you know you don't want things to go all the way to the top so uh for sure it seems like that they are seasoning everything up uh for not just kingpin and daredevil but for everyone because i mean why even was this this question brought up to kevin fahey about daredevil and it just seems all too convenient that all of this stuff is just lining up with Daredevil and now Kingpin showing up and uh, we're, you know, seemingly showing up and we're talking about Daredevil. Um, and then, yeah, Spider-Man's coming out pretty soon. So maybe he's in the movie. And then uh, the Echo uh, series was announced a couple weeks ago. So we're definitely going to see more Echo and, you know, presumably Daredevil and Kingpin is showing up in that series. So, yeah, there's this a kind of a lot of things just uh, popping up with all of these characters from the Netflix um, verse, but they just never been in official Marvel, uh, Marvel movies, Marvel MCU stuff. Um, but w- what were your thoughts on the Kingpin teaser as well as I just wanted to know, like, how, how do you feel about the Netflix shows and how many have you watched? How do you feel about the universe? Things like that. So yeah, that's definitely Vincent D'Onofrio. Like I'm a huge Vincent D'Onofrio fan, and the laugh—it's Vincent D'Onofrio because he does a little laugh, like a like when he's pinching her cheek, um, young Maya Lopez, Lopez's cheek that is, and mm-hmm. that's a that's definitely Vincent D'Onofrio's laugh. So that's him. Um, it's gonna be interesting if they'll if they'll introduce him in this series, Hawkeye. Maybe like the final episode, he'll make an appearance. Um. I'm hoping, like I've said multiple times, I'm kind of hoping. I and I'll get into. We'll get into the Netflix series, and I love those series. I, that was probably. I've said it to this day. That's easily my favorite show. Daredevil's my favorite show. Like as far as like all shows are concerned, it was just like so good uh, to me, in my opinion. Um, but I think I would like for them to have no one know that he's Kingpin. Like I, I hope they kind of erase like some of the stuff. Like maybe it's I'll be okay if like obviously Charlie Cox knows Daredevil knows that he's the Kingpin, that would be fine I think, but I think it would be cool if they went back, especially because if they use him for Spider Man, if they use him for Daredevil, it'd be kind of cool to see him kind of be again behind the scenes, uh, controlling all these different things, um, especially and when they again when they're gonna do the next three movies for. Uh, Spider-Man as well, like the next trilogy now that all the home trilogies is gonna about to end, I would be really cool if something where he is um, he is kind of the guy that is like, you know, controlling the main obstacle for Spider-Man in the next three movies or Daredevil um, as well in some way or form. So that would be cool um, in my opinion. So but yeah, as, as far as the Netflix series is concerned, like I, I've heard rumors too that for Echo, like when they do that show for Disney Plus, like those 
characters are supposed to be in Echo. So like Foggy, mm-hmm. Karen Page, uh, obviously Charlie Cox, uh, Kingpin, uh, all those people are supposedly supposed to be in that series. And that's going to be like they're going to be involved somehow one or another. I don't know if the entire series or each of them will show up at different you know times because obviously the show is about Maya Lopez Echo. But you, know, who knows how they'll, you know, interact with her, um, and it makes sense like because the echo with her disability, and then obviously Matt Murdock has a disability, uh, fault, so, so like technically a disability. He's technically he can see and sense things better than any person can ever sense things, see and sense mm-hmm. things. Uh, he's technically not blind. He is blind, but he's not uh, in ways. So. But yeah, he it'll be interesting to see if that connects out uh, as well. A uh, quick question from chat: Is Venom Carnage on Disney Plus? It is not. Venom is a Sony production that was made in association with Marvel. It is things on Disney Plus are made by Marvel Studios, and Venom is made by Sony. So Venom and Venom uh, Let There Be Carnage are going to be available. Well, not on Disney Plus, but other places wherever Sony decides to do streaming. Um, And that is also the case with, which is actually funny or just a quick sidetrack about uh, Deadpool because they own the rights to Deadpool now. uh, But since Deadpool movies are rated R, R, um, and they are not on Disney Plus. All the all the other X Men movies are on Disney Plus. The Deadpool movies are not. However, they are available on Hulu. So if you don't have a Hulu subscription, or if you do have a Hulu subscription, you can actually watch Daredevil and or excuse me, Deadpool and Deadpool Two on Hulu, uh, because that's where they put their more adult or R-rated content, uh, they being Disney, they being Marvel. So they also have the um, Hitmonkey animated series that started a month ago and the MODOK animated series that started a few months ago. Uh, Those are very much more on the adult side, but those will never hit Disney+. Plus. So if you're interested in more violence and adult humor on Marvel content, then you would need to go to Hulu for that. Um, in general, I'll uh, get back to the discussion. So, uh, of all of the Netflix shows, have you seen them all? Have you seen every season? Yeah. Uh, so all we had like Jesse Jones had three seasons. Luke uh-huh. Cage had two seasons. Daredevil three seasons. Uh, Iron Fist had two seasons. There was the Defenders uh, series that was one season, and uh, Kill or the Punisher had two seasons. So I've watched all of those. And uh, I watched them all as well. I think the consensus is that Daredevil is by far, at least my opinion is Daredevil is by far the best out of all of them. Um, Season one, season two, season three. And then I, again, I I rate with you. Punisher is probably the second best. Although Um, I'll say Jessica Jones season one, um, that was really good. I, I really loved mm-hmm. how they did character building in that show. Like there was so much depth to each character in that show in that first season. Um, I, I thought in the third season they kind of went away with it. I kind of got annoyed by 
uh, how they finished that. I, I liked Luke Cage season one. Season two was, I don't know. I didn't know where they were going with it. It was kind of weird, like, to me. I didn't. I actually I didn't liked... Know. I liked season one and season two of Luke Cage, but they are very uh, different. No, I liked it for sure, but I just feel like they kind of left things open because they thought they were going to have a season three, but they never did. Mm -hmm. So I just felt like I I, I felt like not their fault, though. (laughs) I know, I know. It just, but that's what I'm saying, though. It's not their fault, but still, because of the fact that they never got to do a season three, I felt like, you know, it. It did. It, it, there wasn't a resolution. And, and by the way, shout out to former Chicago Bear uh, Thomas Jones. He's in uh, Luke Cage. Um, nice. So yeah, he's he plays. Uh, I forget the, his name in that show, but he gets killed by one of the characters, unfortunately. But he 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 he's a he he does a really great job in that show. Uh, shout out yeah. to Thomas Jones. With, with Luke Cage, man, it's like season one and season two are like season one was like a celebration like they treated it like a celebration like we're getting a black superhero where right. he's getting his own show we're getting we're, we're like pulling every everybody out from all the music acts all of the top acting talent we're getting everybody in on this this one season and we're going hard for it. we got method man we've got uh, Raphael Sadiq with music. We got all of these classic, you know, licensed songs that are classic songs within R&B and hip hop. We got everyone providing new content and they're writing new music for this. Because one of the biggest things about Luke Cage season one is the music. It's just the incredible soundtrack, yeah. right? I love, and I then, love yeah, Method Man's little rap that he did. The bullet. Right, right. Love. And it was really inspiring. We, you know black a bulletproof black man we ever everyone needs that right now is one one of the things that they're selling about and you know that's what luke cage is and it was a very very um progressive and good just great season one and then um you also have um mahershala ali in there as cottonmouth which everyone hated that he died so fast but yeah but still he's a great actor obviously and he did a really good job with that part as well Right, right. But season one, awesome stuff. Season two, you can tell that they cut back that budget <laughs> big time. All right. of that music is gone. Uh, we have brand new music, but it's made by not the same artists, completely, you know, new artists or just, you know, unknowns for, you know, trying to be respectful. But uh, for the most part, they weren't the, you know, the, the veterans of the music game for season two. Uh, trying to move the plot forward trying to get uh, luke cage away from the jessica jones thing but still uh, knowing that it's kind of out there trying to get him involved with iron fist but not too much because iron fist and you know also trying to move forward with um night, night nurse what was her name claire claire uh yeah. trying to move things forward with her and it just went in a direction where it was just kind of different from the first season a little unexpected but still i loved um bushmaster a lot like i just loved every time he was on screen and i loved him as a villain for for luke cage i thought the season was pretty good but did drag on a little bit um but for the most part yeah so i was going back to my rankings it was daredevil punisher 
And then I would say Jessica Jones season one, like you're saying, just season one would be right there. But if I'm going to do the whole thing, I'd say Luke Cage is better than Jessica Jones. But yeah, we're just doing just with the one season. Then Jessica Jones season one is better than Punisher to be for just just that one season. Um because like I said, Jessica Jones season one, like the problem with her is that she doesn't have a whole lot of material to pull from. And what she's known for in the comics is what season one was for and everything right. else for season two, season three. They just kind of made up for the character. Um, and it's just I like I hate I don't remember if it was season two or season three the that focused on his, her mother. But I hated that season, whatever it was. Uh, I thought it was terrible. Uh, the other season, I think that was season two. And then season three was something else. I don't remember, but I thought it was fine. And then obviously Iron Fist is bringing up the rear. Uh, Defenders is just okay. Uh, Iron Fist season one was awful. Season two was okay. Uh, better. It, it, it was Defenders that made Iron Fist more acceptable. Like they figured some things out with his dynamic with Luke Cage, and then they brought it back for season two for what was like one episode or two. Um, and then Colleen Wing and, and Luke Cage was great, but uh, she was like the only thing in Luke Cage, or excuse me, not Luke Cage, in Iron Fist. Iron uh, Fist Colleen yeah. Wing was the only thing in Iron Fist that I actually enjoyed. So, um, do you think, like, how do you feel about the plots if they were like to? bring all of that and say it was canon to the MCU or do you think that you should go and say that was an alternate universe and start something fresh? Uh, Where are you with what you want them to do with these characters? So I don't know if they need to say it's an alternate universe. I mean, they could just kind of wash it off and pretend like it never existed. I mean, it it doesn't hurt them to do that um, other than just doing where these characters like, Karen, for example, with Daredevil, these characters like Karen Page, Foggy Nelson, and Matt Murdock, they already have that relationship somehow. So they can already carry that over, and maybe they can carry over where they potentially know, or at least maybe Charlie Cox's Daredevil knows that, um, Charlie Cox slash Daredevil know that uh, Wilson Fisk is uh, the uh, the Kingpin. But they can just bring those in like I, that's what i would prefer like have start over in a sense not really have those shows storylines carry over too much um and obviously electra as well that that'll be interesting if they bring her over i'm, I'm guessing maybe they will eventually because obviously if you're gonna have daredevil you have to have electra at some point uh involved in with with him in some manner so so that's me how that they didn't do like an official bullseye like they kind of it was like a kind of bullseye but they didn't like really this is bullseye sort of well thing. i like yeah i liked him better than the uh colin farrell bullseye though <laughs> i like them i like i like colin farrell i like i you unironically know, like the ben affleck that really? uh daredevil yes uh, i don't know i tried, do they tried to do like a frank miller thing but they failed yeah, I'm not, I'm not definitely not going to say it's like a great movie, <laughs> but I still like uh, I like uh, Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin. I like Colin Farrell as uh, Bullseye. Ben Affleck was a uh, was a decent Daredevil. Matt Murdock, uh, Jennifer Garner as Electra was okay. 
the movie her, her movie was not okay but um in general <laughs> i i i definitely was i was totally fine like i really loved michael clark duncan for for sure uh, he made it he he made a very believable kingpin to me and then yeah, he was uh, good. just not- yeah just seeing all of the different like the the um bullseye he had like the paper clip or whatever and he's like flicking dudes in, in the throat and stuff like all that stuff was cool to me it's all right i know i i was disappointed in that movie says i was expecting like something a lot better than what it ended up being personally but anyways but yeah i think um the other one i, I heard rumors to i don't know if you know but they said punisher is confirmed to come back as well um as far as that character uh, and like I said, we already talked about how that character, I think it was the second best. Uh, and John Bernthal, do you hear a beeping or is that just I me? do hear a beeping. I wonder what that is. Um, what if it's my headset? Eh, if that goes out, oh well. I can maybe just turn it off. Can you hear me still? X you. Okay. Sorry about that. I um, might have been on Monday. I need to recharge it or something. But yeah, so I think uh, John Bernthal was like a fantastic punisher. He paid him really well. I thought the entire series was great. So it'll be, oh, see, it's still happening. Why is it happening? I don't get it. Anyways, I don't, we'll, we'll worry about it later. But yeah, I think I, I, I'm looking forward to Punisher as well. No, was this a confirmation or a rumor? Because I yeah, heard they anything. said that he's gonna be back, um, but they just don't know when and, and what form and when, like where and what form. But they did say that he would be back as well, um, and 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 John Bernthal is going to be playing the Punisher at some point again. Well, the other ones are the the real mystery here, because as far as I know, Kristen Ritter is not doing anything right now, so she is available. But um, Mike Coulter is on a series, I believe, on CBS right now. Um, doesn't mean that he can't do two things at the same time. But uh, I know one of the reasons uh, he was like kind of holding out on, on uh, doing that series because he wasn't sure if he was going to be Luke Cage in the future. Uh, but since Luke Cage got cut with everything else, he was able to do the series. So he's been doing that for a while. Uh, and then Finn Jones is the real, the real talk of all of this because unless there's somebody in chat right now that likes him, um, I don't know <laughs> if anybody really liked him as Iron Fist. And the show was by far the worst performing out of all of them. And I saw some rumor, which I, I meant to look into a little bit more, that he didn't even... Like he refused to train is the rumor that I heard. Like he, like people were trying to get him to learn martial arts and stuff like that and, and exercise, but he just like was uh, against all of that. And it, mm. it kind of showed, I guess yeah. rumor. I don't know if it's true. I I don't remember where I heard it from, but in general, still nobody really, uh, or I should say very few people liked Finn Jones as iron fist and, uh, very few people like the Iron Fist series. So the question is, if you're Kevin Feige, do you pick cotton pick, like cherry pick, you say, co- cherry pick uh, the actors and actresses from these series? So who should come back? Should um, 
Karen Page come back uh, from uh, what's her name? I literally just heard her name like an hour ago. I, um, I've mentioned it a few times. She's in Daredevil. She's uh, right. Right. Um, she's uh, she's their like secretary. Then she becomes uh, right. 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 I'm trying to think of the actress name, but um, oh, the her real name. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Karen Page. Karen Page is a character. She was also in um, True Blood. True Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally was watching a stream they were talking about her doing uh dungeons and dragons uh on some other stuff so apparently she plays dungeons and dragons i just can't think of her name right now but um do you want her back and i i certainly do yeah I like no her. i want all those characters back. i want all the characters back they, from daredevil playing and the original people that played them because i thought they did all a great job right do you bring back Elodie Young for Electra? Do you bring back yeah. Mike Coulter as Luke Cage? Do you bring back uh, Finn Jones? Do you bring back uh, Jessica Henwick for Colleen Wing? Do you bring yeah. all of these char- these actors and actresses back, regardless of what happened? Do you give them the benefit of the doubt that their shows didn't do well because of Netflix or because of you know? the poor you know maybe it's poor writing poor direction like do you just say hey we can do better because we're marvel studios or do you go in your own direction do you even give emphasis to iron fist do you let it go do you ignore luke cage would that be bad to ignore luke cage because he is black and that would be a very weird thing to say no, let's bring yeah, I- Daredevil like and Jessica Jones and Punisher, but not that Luke Cage. No, that no, would be I really think they weird. Bring them back. Um, oh, I think you know what it is. I keep hitting this stupid machine under my fax uh, copier, so that's what the beeping is. <laughs> anyway, gotcha. uh, sorry about that, but yeah, no, I think they should uh, bring them back. And like I said, you know, the, it could just be um, if the MCU takes it over the story writing and doing it on disney plus the shows and stuff like that they could maybe do a better job with it and i would really like to also see them do defenders for hire um you know or sorry heroes for hire defenders for hire. defenders is the other group heroes for hire with luke cage and uh, iron fist and then obviously there's other people that end up joining as well uh down the line uh, various different characters because I think even saying some chi is part of the uh, heroes for hire at, at one point mm-hmm. uh, as an example but I I would like to see I would like to see these characters brought bad brought back and like I said maybe they don't have to have their own shows again or maybe they can be one show combined like I said like for example heroes for hire yeah heroes for um, hire I would be fine with he fits in with heroes for hire as well so yeah. I'd be fine with if they didn't bring back Luke Cage as his own show and Iron Fist as his own show, if they put them together for Heroes for Hire, because that's what we all wanted anyways when we saw each show. It was like, okay, when are you going to put those two together and and not just have it be a one-episode one-off? Like, we want Heroes for Hire. So if we put them both together and make that a show, and that I would be, I'd be more interested in both of them. And then... Um, we got to get some form of a costume for Iron Fist because right. what he was wearing in the show was not acceptable. Right, right. And like I said, you know, um, if, if they bring him back, I think they should. Like like I said, better writing could definitely improve the character. Um, what would be interesting, though, because in the comics right now, they have an uh, Asian character playing um, Iron Fist, I believe. So maybe they go. Yeah, they just started that. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe they do go that route and bring in another Asian character um, into MCU um, because obviously they brought in Shang Chi and and that worked out really well. So maybe they they go that route with Iron Fist and make it an Asian character instead of the you know traditional uh, Iron, Danny Rand. And I'll say this: like I know people were mad originally with the Danny Rand remaining white. Um, it, it 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 for him specifically originally Iron Fist. When you know the story, he has to be, I think, in my opinion. At least, by the way I say, because the in Kung Lao, when he becomes Iron Fist, the, the whole point of that character, he's a complete outsider. Like, the fact that a complete outsider was able to do it, to become, or gets bestowed this, uh, this honor of becoming the Iron Fist, because he's supposed to be this privileged, you know, not from that area, so being making him white, American, this, you know, you know, arrogant American white guy that is privileged and he's completely opposite of anything in, in that, you know, mystic land of Kung, uh, you know, Kung, um, is am I saying that right? Kung Kung Long. Kung Long. Sorry. Kung Long. That's right. Kung Long. So it makes sense that you, you keep them, you know, white in a sense, because that, at, that matches up, and that's the reason why in the comics they had it like that as well, because that character matches up. But now the new character is definitely, you know, it's intriguing uh, that if they go that route, that's something that they could do as well, have him, especially if they're not really going to bring the storylines over um, and have any connection in that regard. So that could that could work out as well. So well, that's we'll funny. I made a whole video on... Iron Fist should have been Asian, like uh, right before. Well, it was because of Finn Jones being cast on my like my other YouTube channel. So I have a YouTube channel now that I just make action figures and stuff on. So I just make I did not make this one, but I make um, action figures. <laughs> so that's my current YouTube channel. I have my other YouTube channel that was for my blog that I ha- used to have, and I made that um, right made that blog and made a YouTube video specifically talking about Finn Jones and then talking about Shang-Chi because this was before there was a Shang-Chi movie even announced and that they had any plans. Uh, the UMCU was, you know, what, what was this? It was like five years ago, five, four or five years ago that I made this video and talked about this. So, um, I, and you should see the comment section on that video, boy. Um, yeah, a lot of people feel the way that you do, but um, no, and- I mean, I, it's not like I just said, like, it's not about like I was against it, I just didn't make sense that he and well, I mean, line. well, the point I'm trying to make is that, uh, like, I'm not mad one, like, him being, <laughs> him being an outsider doesn't matter, like, he doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be, oh. To be an outsider, you have to be white. Like it just you have to be an outsider. So it, you know that I believe maybe that uh, I, I don't know if Kung Lung is based on Tibetan or Tibet. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you just have to be an outsider. And really, uh, at the time, which is important, at the time of that video when they were making this Iron Fist show, they were selling Iron Fist as the greatest martial artist within Marvel which is 100% false. Uh, Iron Fist is definitely not the best art, uh, right. martial artist. It was Shang-Chi. Correct. And then I would still put Daredevil higher 
as a fight like if iron fist and daredevil fought i would put my money on daredevil and then uh, there's captain america and black panther and that's where iron fist kind of floats in there and then and that he can kind of go back and forth but i would still probably put my money on captain america and black panther over iron fist so i i i didn't like all of that talk and then i put that put it out there in that video that iron fish should have yeah, been agent from the beginning and he was like created in the 70s if i remember correctly and that's why they got to shang chi because of bruce lee bruce lee you know mega influence on martial arts across the world and everyone had their bruce lee clones and their bruce lee parodies and that's what shang chi is basically um and then there was the outsider iron fist coming along after the fact and uh if they had just I felt like, again, if they just made him um, Asian in the Netflix show, it would have been a little bit more successful. Or if they just had a better actor than Finn Jones, in the very least. I mean, my interpretation is like complete outsider. So not even looks like them. That's what I, to me. Is. Which, again, still doesn't have to be white. Could be a I'm, black guy. Could have been a, sure, could have been a like, Mexican like, dude. Sure. That's an outsider. Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Of Mexican Iron Fist? No, no, no. People were not <laughs> mad because he wasn't a minority. People were mad because he wasn't Asian. And it, that's what I'm saying. Specifically being from that area. He was a complete outsider. He didn't look like that. So, yeah, if he wanted to make him black, he could have probably make him black. But I'm just saying, a complete outsider. That's why they probably left him as, that's why they didn't make him Asian. That's just it. That's the reason. So yeah, but anyways, we'll uh, we'll wrap up here. I don't know we're uh, going a little longer than I think we originally thought we would go. But uh, what what were your any final thoughts on on everything we talked about today? Uh, for the most part, the only thing, um, well, nothing really at all. Um, just um, excited for Spider Verse. Uh, I do think that the plot will be involving the inheritors because i don't see anything else that they could make worth two movies or presumably two movies out of um uh, on their own without like without adapting something and the only thing worth adapting with all of these spider characters is the inheritors because there's there's two spider-verse stories there's uh spider geddon which happens later on after the first Spider-Verse movie or Spider-Verse story, which I believe is still involves the inheritors to some extent. So um, I would assume that this movie is going to be about Morlon and the rest of the inheritors. And we'll probably see Silk in it and maybe Madam Web. Yeah, it'll be interesting, like how they'll bring those characters in. Um, and then the last of it, I'll say again, you know, Carl and I are going to be going to C2E2. So our next show, we'll, we will talk about that, just our experience and what we saw and anything that we discovered potentially that could be uh, related to anything comics related or anything going forward. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much a wrap for today's show. Uh, you can follow me at Science Fliction, um, and then you can follow Carl at Ninja Chortle. And that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you for uh, tuning in.